Hey guys, um, you are listening to the 360 Pop Culture Podcast and um, Happy New Year to everybody out there and we hope that this year, we hope everybody will come out fine. The year has actually been interesting so far. What do you think? Well, just five days. <laughs> okay, and I'm your host for today. My name is Kredi and with me, I have Simi. We have a special guest today. He's not really a guest, he's a friend of the house. He has been here before. He's a friend of three sixty. <laughs> he's a friend of, of what we do here, and he's a he's a big supporter. He's I'm, also I'm a big artist. fan. He's I'm a not a friend. I'm a big fan of what you guys are doing. <laughs> okay, I so he's an he's an artist. He just dropped uh, a song, Premonition. Um, you should go out there and listen to it, Genesis. Go stream Premonition <laughs> and enjoy. Put someone on. Put yeah. someone on. It's very important. Okay, so um, let's talk about your single briefly. We have a topic today. We have a conversation today. But let's just start with um, the new single, Premonition, by Genesis, our guy. We're a big supporter. Uh, see, me, how many times you don't stream that song? <laughs> well, before you came in, I streamed it. Uh-huh. So wow. Wow. You, have, you, have to, you have to, like, wow. stream it, like, stream it, go. It's on Apple, every streaming platform. Over, everywhere. everywhere. Every, all digital platforms. Just go check it out. Okay, so when I was listening to the single, I, I noticed some things and I, I didn't really put them down, but I, like, oh, like, okay, this guy kind of, like, I noticed that the lyrics you actually put in there, they, they are very little but very simple. You guys were like, oh, my life, I was... You see someone just put it up. It's very, like, yeah, it's very it's easy to remember. Song. So I think that's what you're trying to, like, Put together for your new style. It's not really a new style. You've always been you, and you've always been doing what you think. So, what was the creative process around you making premonition? Mm. My perception of premonition is like the song premonition. Is okay. Like, um, an average Nigerian youth expressing his experiences okay. and state of mind as Nigerian youth. Mm. I don't know much about statistics, but if you like look around, you know that we are all Nigerian youths and we are creatives. Yeah. The typical Nigerian youth is battling so many things. Depression. You're facing anxiety. You're, you're, you're battling trauma that you don't even know you have. So many things. You're, you're battling political subjugation and like everything is just all up in your face and you just wonder what is actually what is going right <laughs> what i even noticed that you you joined the mts protest yeah definitely <laughs> and i, I talked too. about that in my song too okay. and how everything was like everything was the old um answers stuff was the, the everything was like just spoiled and it just like destroyed everything for us. But like the point I'm trying to make is the premonition I'm talking about has actually like happened in form of the answers. Mm-hmm. But then I still believe there's still an awakening that is still going to happen. Mm-hmm. That's when I said, I don't know, I can't use swear words here, but like, I just <laughs> no, want to you, put you, the you, lyrics just... that all I really give up about now is how yeah. the government going to flip and the government so mm-hmm. and damn umbrellas the symbolism of booms and umbrellas and it's just sort of like an awakening that is going to happen it might be unpleasant though initially but it's going to instigate like a change and that change hopefully will be positive okay fun fact i was before before planning for this episode uh 38 i met you like 
guy wants you to come through, want you to want to just do something since you're around and was like, yeah, I'm dropping song tomorrow. Right. <laughs> okay, nice timing. Like I just nice everything timing. was no hurry. I was no hurry then. I was trying to get everything together. But I just had to come through for you, like because okay. like I was just trying to, you know, yeah. it wasn't planned. Yeah, it yeah. was it was meant to be like I just woke up and just like it was impulsive. So uh, I just, so I was just trying to get everything together. That's good. At least it came out at the right time, thirty first of of last year. Definitely. And, uh, you can check it out, Munition and do check it out. Do okay, check we'll it out. By, okay, before before we yeah. go on, let's just listen to the song. Let's just play the song. Um we'll be right back. I'm alive, I'm gonna get it, that's on life. Money and normal lies, do what I wanna do more yeah, back, back, back for my break Niggas like you, where the fuck is your EP at? I don't even know what I'm finna say Guess I be going with I had plans But it didn't work out So I just had to wait Now I'm back in the game Mama told me, son, when it's your time But you just never late Look, I don't do online hate Pick a time and a place We can fight till it's eight Boys to this time and the white city paper The diamond is safe Then we down and sedate Hard knock life where I'm in So you know man, stay wildin' I smoke a lot, but the most still silent Bitches on Okay, welcome back to um, this episode, 360 Pop Culture, and we still have um, Simi with me. Hey, what's yes. up? Say hi to everyone now. Everyone, hi. This guy is the calmest guy. Yeah, guy, you're scam. And we have Genesis here too. Um, we out here. We just play Premonition. I hope you just just take time, listen to the song, play the song on every streaming platform. You can it's on everywhere. So lyrics is on genius. In case you didn't hear what I was saying, because so many people said that I don't even know. I, I feel like audible enough. It's audible now. Like come yeah, on, like I mean, ah. But then you know, so I was just like, okay, it's on genius, and you can actually like check the annotations or not. Ah, so program. Okay, sure. <laughs> okay, so let's go into the topic for today. And um, the year 2021, there are actually a couple of albums that will clock 10 years this year. These albums that were dropped in the year 2011. And we won't be talking about them if they weren't that impactful or have a sort of influence over the music industry during the, the course of... Themselves. And the artists themselves. And even we as listeners, because... Um, I think this was 2008 is considered the golden year of rap hip hop in Nigeria. Oh, you have your Genesis, you have an argument what against happened? that. What, what happened? NATO, NATO came through. That was M. when the Storm Records. Yes. That was when MI was released to it. Um, Storm Records, uh, Ikechuku, LD, Dark Green. Okay, so. And at that period in time, from basically. So from wait in ten. Ten. Okay, so in twenty eleven, really, um, yeah, rap was still doing fine, but we have we had a, a certain wave of new artists coming in. We had um, couple of guys dropping a debut album, and that has been quite impactful. We had um, that's why we are actually here to actually consider them. Let's start with um, let's start with Olamide's rhapsody. And it was Olamide dropped Enidro in two, two, 210. Yes. Yeah, Olamide dropped Enidro in 210. So it was nominated for some, for some awards. couple of awards. And he dropped Rhapsody 2011, produced by um, Idi Kabasa. Yo, if you're from the West, like, if you're from the West and you knew how Olamide was then, 
it was it was it was like an idol. Like I remember I was in JS1. Yeah. When when a friend of mine plugged me with Olamide, I was just like, who is this guy? Like I wasn't uh, me personally, I wasn't really a fan of that green. But when I heard Olamide, no, no. Yeah, it is it. This is the guy. <laughs> this is the guy. Okay, so thank you. You even mentioned that green. Okay, that green came before before two eleven. There are this kind of wave that indigenous rap isn't rap enough. Like these yes. guys are just speaking in your language. These guys are not even rapping. That green actually went through that. So these guys actually came as foreigners. Guys like that green, the set of that green. If Rocket Man did each of that, Lord of Ajasa, these guys did that. Like they felt that, bro. You're rapping Yoruba, you're rapping Igbo. Bro, you're not rapping. So Dagrin yeah. went through that. So this guy actually went through that, became as like the foreigners for them. Olamide, they are reminisced. You can't, can't take it away from Dagrin. Exactly. Dagrin is like, you know, everybody knows. You can't, exactly. the sports is like solidified forever. It's like on that, is a pioneer. It's funny enough that, it's funny enough that Dagrin only had just one album self. Wow. People forget that. He only had an album, but he when he died, album because Dagu was just coming out at that point. And that's that the reason why I'm saying that time, it, it, so. the way his impact makes it feel as if he had more than an album. Although yes. after his death, he, death, he was featuring a lot of big songs, like people were featuring him, like as if he recorded he picked before he died. He picked before he died. But, but, but I still think I think that he was at his peak when he died. When he died. Okay, so I don't know. Sorry, we are, we are not talking about Olam there really, okay, but we yeah. have to talk we about to the guys that actually started this thing. <laughs> so, Album was like a blueprint for blueprint for what what the land did. Not but, all of them, but some of them. But let's start. Let's start with the good thing about the album. What do you what what good thing? You've actually said something good about the album. You listened to him the first time. Like no, you listened to any drill, right? Definitely. Yeah. Prior the to the song. release of the album, any drill was a single that came off the album, yeah. and, and it's it was, really it was everywhere commercially, and it was uh, the impact it had was. Was way beyond it. And I guess, and I guess, guys were actually the new Enedro lyrics, word for word. Yes, yeah, so from the I first, did. from the first line of the song, like <laughs> Olamide, like the first year of the year. Yeah, it was. like I remember a teacher heard me rapping the song in class, and he was like, "Okay, he was actually apparently also a fan, but he just didn't. What he just wasn't cool with the fact that I was rapping the song in class. Yeah. Was one cool. yeah, you remember? Yeah, remember. <laughs> and he flogged the hell out of you. For real, for real. Okay, so that, that's the impact you're talking about. They're impacting young lives and stuff. Okay, don't let us call it a negative thing, but one thing I actually noticed about the album is that, okay, 211, me personally wasn't a big fan of, um, don't let me say I wasn't a big fan of Nigerian um, music. I was actually, but I was restricted a bit personally because um, um, I'm family really. I'm the first child. The parents don't listen to. They was when they listen. The words they will listen to is country music and Kenny Rogers and Don Williams. Some, some KSA. Then listen to gospel. They listen Domwell and all all Ronkenna and all those guys. But I was conscious of what was going around me. I was, I, I knew what I did was I would come to school. Guys would rap. Is line line for line, and I was I knew um some of this record really, yeah. So I think a lot of people were actually predisposed towards like they had this prejudice prejudice towards Nigerian music. Then okay. I recall I think still going back to secondary school, mm-hmm. there was a time we had this 
Children's Day stuff, and I rapped Voice of the Streets by Olamide. Okay. And then a friend of mine, he's also a colleague now, okay. shout out Verst. He also he, he rapped a Lil Wayne song. And then after we were done, he came to meet me and he was like, bro, why are you rapping Olamide? Yeah, I remember. <laughs> why are you, you should be rapping someone like Eminem. And that stuff. is but fresh, I know right? now he understands. I mean, now he has also infused like the indigenous uh, sound into his okay. music. Shout out Verst. Okay, so we'll still come to that that aspect of keeping rap fresh. Someone did that and we'll talk about it. Okay, so um, thanks for slotting that in, really, because uh, I was like, me personally, I was like, this guy is just to ghetto. Yeah, like, we don't, yeah. We don't ah, bro, like, ghetto. Why you listening to sound? I was so but, much in love with but the thing with, But the thing yeah, with still, like, you can't dispute the fact that those albums they were actually they had those artists are their listeners at yeah. the point they had also, the audience yeah, they had the audience okay. though the foreign music was was selling in nigeria then you know that was when kai was making some dope yeah. out record and you know, melly all those guys yeah. okay yeah basically that that's that's part of the thing i want to talk about really the influence really what can you say about the influence you talk about the influence actually but I think one one thing about that album, why it isn't like the top three on the album is that. It's not even top five. Okay. We'll talk you about think? it. We'll, we'll, no, we'll come to that. We'll still come to ranking it in the album. Okay. Exactly. okay. What, what I think about the album, why it isn't up there, is that Olamide um, was too, I think was trying to be too conscious about Guy. Because of what has happened before then, they're like, Guy, if you're singing too much, you're not a rapper. I think he was too conscious with that because I feel that there are actually some songs that he was rapping too much that it wasn't necessary. It wasn't fitting in. Songs like songs like um there was one there was a song with with um I, I can't really I'm, I'm I can't really remember now. If you could just I, I okay maybe maybe I'll just think about it and I'll just slot it in. But I just I feel that it was just too too intentional about making this thing sound so hip-hop, hip-hop, which is actually good in a way, but um, Olamide actually broke that barrier with releasing other records, and he felt that I can do whatever I want to do with rap, and I can sound fresh, and I can make relate, I can make it work. He was too, he was young, and he could... He was, brands, the energy was there. You exactly. know, that's it. Like, your first project has to be raw. It has yes. to ask that crude talent showing exactly. and you have to come out that this is what I can do. You have to prove yourself. Mm. And he did that. He proved himself. If there is anything about debut albums, it's the fact that um, artists always have a lot of time yeah. to prepare for their debut album True before they release them. So I think debut albums are like um, make it or break it for artists. So and was Olam able to do it? And Olam actually did something. He did that. You give, give it his all. Give it his all. It's true. It's true. Yeah. yeah well, um, if if you would want to listen to any song from the album now, what would you like to to listen to? Actually, as I was coming, I remembered this song. I'm going in, featuring Fields. I'm going in. To a place I've never mm-hmm. been, to a map I've never seen. That's the first song. Yeah, that's the first song. The song is beautiful, man. Like the message is there. And and, and there were there weren't really lots of filler tracks. You know that this guy is actually doing something. He knows what he's saying. He knows what he's spitting. Definitely. 
Dagreen, sorry, sorry, I'm bringing Dagreen again. Dagreen, when Dagreen released on his record, it sounded crude. He didn't care. He was going in like, yeah. this is how the street looks like. There's nothing like, I'm just trying to like, package it for you to make it sound fresh. I have to like, eat it for you. But Olamide kind of came through with like, I'm going for something, I'm going for yeah. something bigger. You get yeah. I have to go out right. clean and, even when he was singing, when he was rapping, he knew what he was doing. So, yeah, so you want to, you want us to play that? So okay, let's let's listen to Upgrade by Olamide featuring Hughes. Um, uh, Jesus, you gotta love this. I'm going in. I run this. It's okay here. Some people say they want this. We are the top of the game. I day at the only to a place I've never been to a life I've never seen. My Jehovah. Welcome back to to this episode of 360 Pop Coaching What's More. Um, you just listened to I'm Going In while I'm the feature interviews. Hope you enjoyed yourself. Um, Definitely. Okay, so um, we talk about all I'm in these raps with um, But uh, I think we still need to chip in okay. some of the songs that actually that, you can consi- that we can consider as hits for the okay. album too. Mm. Because there's no way oh, we are not going to talk about Omoto Show. Definitely. Because <laughs> That track was like, man, it's like it's he, whiskey to me. Whiskey to me. Whiskey to me. So, it was like a cultural reset. Yeah. Like, There's a song I actually like personally. I like Responsibility with Ando. Ando yes. sang, uh, Ishori. I love that Ishori. song. Ishori. It was like, there was something that Olamide said there, and I feel that he was conscious of what was going around him. He said, um, um, that's a travel, don't be bound by this uh, Sorry, bro. Things have changed now. <laughs> you know that I miss. You need to actually. Then it was Transnet was actually the period when the time where the economy wasn't that bad. People were actually flying into the country to. to company was just starting. Well, like a lot of time, I think um, Visa lottery was still. Yeah, it was still there. So use that. So you know that he knew what was going around and he could like put it into music and it could sound it fresh. He was. It was, it was, it was, it was really beautiful. Okay, another album that I, I feel that it's another rap album and um, also a debut album. Also a debut album. Um, this guy actually came. He actually made his debut in, in, appearance in two thousand nine, but he worked with Chuck Boys. He was just working for them. He was appearing on songs, but he wasn't dropping this album yet till twenty eleven. And that's Everybody Loves Ice Springs by Ice Springs. E-L-I. E-L-I. When it will be, fun fact, before the album dropped, he just wrote E-L-I. Oh, like, what's E-L-I? 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 And the reason what inspired that Everybody Loves Ice Springs was that when 
Ice Prince brother died years before. Um, he he got love from everybody. Everybody was calling him like you boy. Everybody was just rallying up around him. And one thing I love about the album is that it was able to show that. If you listen to the intro, it was actually every rapper you can think of, every singer you can think of prior to 2011 was shouting out to them from Rugged Man to every almost everybody. That was yeah. how you know that prior to 2011, these guys were conscious of what was going on around them. They were like, guy can be this guy. Actually be this guy. Let me just, what do you, what do you like about the album, really? Me personally, I love the fact that Ice Prince is is this kind of guy that has this impeccable flow. If you're listening to Ice Prince, he rhymes so well. And I love that. Like growing up into rap music, flows attracted me. And that's also why I liked Olamide. But Ice Prince has something special. He has the hook. He has that. He has. He has that hook in songs that he infuses that just makes the song a song. Right. You get it makes it more than just a rap song, mm. and he just takes it to another level. Look at song like Juju. Yes. <laughs> Somebody pray for me. Like he Damn. has that hook. He has. Damn. He infuses the hooks in songs and it's fresh. Just fresh, like he, he is. So I, I was talking with Simi yesterday. I was like. I think one thing that actually made me know that Ice Prince dropped this dropped this album years before was that or made me realize that this album is actually a very good album. It went beyond the music itself. It went into yes. style. It went into it's culture. Definitely. If you look at the cover art, what he was wearing, wearing eye tops there. Am I right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was some, something at the wearing time. Wearing shirts. That Everybody was wanted to dress like time. that then. Yes. Everybody wanted to yes. look fresh. Like <laughs> you, like... Time, I think it was... If you rap... Top fashion stars. Yeah. Yes, everyone was like, like, if a rapper can dress this fresh, bro, I want to be a rapper. Like, I have to be a rapper. Yeah, like, yeah, if a rapper yeah, can yeah, yeah. He had that, yeah, that charisma. That charisma. Wow. He, he had, Ice Prince actually has that. And um, I think he was able to do that, cutting through the album with, with some. He, he featured Brian twice on the album. Yeah, Oleku. Um, yes. Yeah, Oleku, yeah. And. Um, Couple of he also featured Chuck Boys, Jazz Jack was released. So so featured Whiskey too as well. And mind you, this was the period when Whiskey was also booming. Whiskey was like the big guy, the go-to guy, like the big thing. And that's it. So Simi, what do you think um, you like personally about the album, and what do you think you like personally about him, Ice Prince? Well, the fact that um, as at the time the album came out. Um, we had a lot of rap albums around that time, but this album personally did it for me because it's very rare for you to just play um, a track from an album and want to listen to everything. Because if you look at the album, it did well commercially. Because and apart from that, to me, it's, it's a kind of unique album because nobody knew who Ice Prince was at that time. Except when he released, um, was it Oleku? Yeah, he released Oleku. He released Oleku, and everybody was like, Who is this guy? Who is this guy? The airplay that Oleku had at that time, I can actually say in 2000 and, 2010. So I thought it was a gospel song. You know, like, it was like, <laughs> it was, it was, it was very different. 
So it's very different from things we used to like, like the rap albums we used to. Before you listen to rap albums, and it's either hardcore or it's just it's just um, plain rap. Albums. Okay, so so come here. So coming so, so coming to what you said about um about um being fresh with with how you rap. I think Ice Cream did that. He did that. He, he did, did that. Yeah. did that. He did that. He was like. I'm, I, yeah, I'm not the I'm not the story story guy. I'm not the ghetto yeah, kind of the guy. Wordplay guy. I'm not that, but I have something. I'm, I want to stay fresh and give you lyrics fresh. My flow is fresh and everything is fresh. But I think you said something similar, really, that I don't think I, I really agree with. But listening to the album as a whole, I don't think I I like um, for personally for me the playback value repeats over because it had so quite. Same quite man. filler filler tracks like I, I feel that really, I shouldn't make the album that. shouldn't make the album yes, like but still but still you can't take it from the album it's a it's it's a dope it's a dope album but I just think that I just think that the, the album actually had big guy before release it didn't meet critically it didn't meet expectation but it was commercially successful it was commercially successful because if you check if you check it well Chocolate City debut Coming from eyes from MI, Jesse Jacks, even loose cane on self to some, some of these new guys now, the black bones and this guy. If you notice that their release are always like solid commercially, they always do well. They, I think, yeah, I think ice was never meant to be the rapper that is like the lyrical, the lyricist on the road kind of rapper. Mm. It was meant to be like the hit song kind of rapper. If you look at most of the successful songs of Ice Cream, they were just singles. Look at if you look at songs like um, Oliku was a single. Juju was also a single. single. Superstar. Superstar was a single. Was a single. VIP a single. He also he eventually realized that, and he dropped lots of singles. Singles like Shots on Shots and. He did lots of singles. So it was meant to be a hit kind Guy. of rapper, not like the lyricist on the road kind of rapper. Mm. So not like he knew, and he knew his weak points also. He knew his flaws. We say that so, he dropped he dropped the hits very early in his car. He dropped what? His major hits very early in his car. He dropped too much hits. Um, I would say that know, <laughs> like you have your peak, he picked. So do you I I understand you don't really have an explanation to why Probably declined at the point in time, because if you are looking at it now, he's, do, he's still doing that eight thing. He's still showing. If you notice, he comes, he will drop one song and, and, songs and it will go. Everywhere. It's yeah. everywhere. People like vibe with it. He goes back again. We say that like, this guy is dead again. No, he comes again. He drops another thing. Yeah. He's played there. He's, he stays relevant for for quite a number of time and he's done. So what? I don't know. Is it's just his own style or what? I, I feel like there there comes a time where you have to just just like agree that you are not it's oh, maybe maybe you are better people in the music industry that can definitely music evolved. Nigerian music evolved it. and you have to like you can't just be good at everything. You can't just like keep this relevance yeah, forever. You can't stay relevant forever. This time you have to just calm down. Yes, the thing about Nigeria's music industry is that it it changes over time. You see, you can't compare the music industry we have now to 2010. Definitely. Yeah, so, we, we can't. so if you see the rappers we have now, we have a lot of rappers. 
that I can see the body I spray every time. So sure. I think that's just it. Okay, so yeah, will you consider this space body of work? Mm. <laughs> I don't know, I prefer violet. Yeah, violet. I think I, I don't know. But like probably I would I would say I, I prefer this to Files of Man. Yes, I would say this. Files of seems more cohesive and more, more like Yeah, the, but then this is like the this go is to. like yeah, this is the go to like this is what you like like I said Files of Man just consisted of like hit songs. Yes. You get he knew he knew he knew what he was good at then. Mm. So he got more professional with it and he worked towards that. But this is like the raw crude rap stuff going hard. Mm. Mm. And yeah, it's it's is is really it has really been impressive because when we're talking about impact, it has been quite impactful, impactful. from yeah. style to how even modern day rappers sound like because there are actually some rappers like you said like they just come make the eat at a point in time YC was doing that yeah why he was doing that kind of ice prince kind of yeah. thing of like yeah. making the fresh flow the fresh flow just want to just yeah. day <laughs> just you just up on the juice with Mali Berry yeah, and a rap and you are like this guy really rapped and it's yeah. it's it sounded fresh so yeah I think impact ice prince also had that impact too he also won awards that was when he won it didn't beat or which one? Yeah, was... Like Ice Prince was like a big guy then. Like yeah. he's still a big guy, really. Because you I Ice Prince still enters the conversation of like rappers in Nigeria. You still talk about Ice Prince. I think 11 to 213, even to 15. Ice Prince was very relevant. He had the commercial success. Look at they, they used to put him on songs that had only singers, only pop artists. Look at this song, Noni. Molo wo, Molo, Molo wo, Noni. Yeah. Ice was on the song and he delivered. Yes. Mm. Because he has that touch, that the, the approach, the sound that is just like. Even the production, a lot of people work on the production of this yeah. album, from Jay Z Jacks to Oneman, oh, um, most of these guys. Okay, so yeah, that's about um, Ice Prince. Um, what song would you like to listen to? So we like us to play. You say you like Juju. I really picked the song. So <laughs> okay, I now like Juju, uh, I don't mind. I mean, just I don't want to be so. All right, <laughs> you don't want to be greedy. Yeah, you don't want to add everything. Which one do you want? Juju. Yeah, Juju. Juju. Say that you that you are picking. You are supporting yeah. him now. You want yes, Juju? Oh, Juju. Which one do you go with? Listen to Juju <laughs> by Springs. Every little thing.
Um, welcome back once again. Um, that's Juju by um, Ice Prince. Ice. The man, he always likes using Jayton. That's just now. There's a theory that guys that come from Joe, they're always successful. How true is that? Well, well, check the industry now. (laughs) But they have to leave just at a point and come to Lagos before they They make that successful. I remember there was was, a time time, um, I spent was talking about how um, my had to bring him down from Joe's to Lagos. And the story was kind of emotional. Um, <laughs> well, that's something about Emma. Emma knows how to. I don't know. He's just the. I don't know. He's very smart. Yeah. Someone was saying that it's not safe. Emma, you have to respect that level of Emma season, but Emma knows how to like. He knows how to eat you as a listener. He knows where to eat you. He knows that line to use to like eat you. Yeah. Well, we're not talking about Emma today. See how he enter conversation. Emma is a legend. He's there. Like, he's just <laughs> there. addressing me if we are going to be. But I know that you're anti Emma. No, I'm not. If you are going to be, eh. if you are going to be talking about Dagreen, if you are going to making, if you are going to be making references to Dagreen while speaking about Olamide, then you should also make references to Mi while speaking about Ice Prince. So that's what I think. I'm not anti Mi. Eh. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm. I'm actually like on Mi side. <laughs> if we are talking about M, Mi versus Vector. Okay, okay, so um I don't know. I think the the two of virtual list there, can you call both classes? Okay, just chill. Let's talk about the third album and maybe we'll just look consider ooh, maybe that's a different segment for that. That's another argument for that. So the third album will be um um considering is um Whiskey 2011 Superstar album. What do you guys think? Why is that, why that silence? Why is that silence? Why, why that silence? Okay. Okay, so um, 2011, yeah? Um, Whiskey, before 2011, really, Whiskey has been on the wave. Like, it has... Artists have actually recognized Whiskey before Superstar. 2009, at least to a podcast. Uh, music in time and so yeah, music um whiskey always stays in studio around studio in the butemes he stays in studio he always hangs around he, he stays around like i heard uh, me did studio rats. yeah he always like ah, boss boss make i just be now like you understand so that's how we kind of appeared on even there are some songs that you don't know that whiskey actually gave background vocals in. so he just up on people's music and just just stay around and just see what these people are doing and so it got influenced that's why over time he has actually grown the tough skin about evolving staying relevant staying consistent and dropping it upon it so it's not just something that uh, just happened to start up in your career it's something that has been building over time it stays around it listens to guys and if you notice whiskey can actually rap early in his career. That one I know. Yeah. If you tell him to rap now, ah, ah, I don't know. But early in his career, he, he could actually do. Why? That's why superstar. There's this argument about is it an Afrobeat record, an Afro uh, album, or an Afro pop album? So Probably. there's that argument. What do you guys think? Afro pop. Yeah. I mean, oh, you want to say something? Go, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Um, prior to the release of the album, he dropped Olash Your Boy," which at the point at that at that time was like a hit 
Olaf Jobo was twenty three. Yeah, it was. It was a very. Don't call it. Call it. To me, it's a classic. No, 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 no. Don't think. It was a massive hit. It was so you won't call that a classic. So you won't, you won't call that your boy a classic. Why would you call that your boy a classic? What what is classic about it? They replay Val over time because I don't think that they replay Val. I don't I don't agree with that. So you can't call that your boy. So you can't call it a whiskey classic. But when it came out, when it came out, it was like an anthem. It was an anthem. So quite yes, it was an anthem. Then by the time it drops, and it influenced this this dance this dance step of I don't know I I think you call it jerking or something. Jerking, yes. Yeah. And with the bicycle. Yeah, yeah, the cool boy. I think whiskey. Just like his career, his musical career shows that he has always loved music. He has always been in love with like music. He has always been for the music. That's why you see that he could do literally anything. He understood instrumentals. Mm-hmm. I, I've listened to Wizkid a lot, and I noticed that I'm not like such a huge fan. I'm not an mm-hmm. FC, but. I've like grown to understand that he understands music. Mm. I mean, like, there's a difference when you're good at when you're talented and you understand music and you understand what you're doing, what you want to do. He never was the type to be like to have the vocal dexterity. He never had that vocal dexterity that could make him like sound like some sort of R. Kelly uh, or something. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Exactly. But he understood what he wanted to do and he pioneered it. Like I know he I know that he had influences from people like Wandy Cole and the likes, but he at a very young age created a sound that was like peculiar to him mm. and that influenced so many other people. Mm. And that's like amazing. That's and again that's and again, this was a critical point. It was a critical point in Nigeria where um indigenous things was were actually coming up you yeah indigenous rapper were actually coming up but he wanted to sound fresh to the local and international and he, he was bringing something fresh from the accent <laughs> to the style to his dress he was very likable he was very likable you find look out, look look out. Out. he has always been this kind of artist the unique thing about him is he always wants to hone the music See, because if you check the track list of the album and the by features, the time you start listening, you will forget the feature said that. So you will even forget the fact that they were not well arranged. Mm. You know, you play a song and you know, be like you listen to Pakuruma, Wikidia. Yeah. They just put in your feels, like you just want to go with just want to the song, with the, the flows and yeah. everything. So he has always been that kind of artist. Forget. It feels the album feel as if that they just had that like it's not as if they, they like set a special day. I don't know. I wasn't there though, but it's not as if they really put so much energy in like, like guy, let's arrange it this way. Yeah. Let's arrange them this way. They were like he had the boss already. They were yeah, no more. There was no need for that. They were like, no more. He had the boss. He could have, according to according to to to, to report, I uh, could have dropped um two ten on Valentine's Day. But I think maybe something happened. They had to delay it and it dropped to 11. And I, I, that's the thing. They rode on that wave of like, this guy is big. Yeah. He's the next guy. It's He's fine. the go-to guy. It's, it's not as if that's something that's that fine. made it was, it was evident that 
this guy is the future. Yeah. Yeah. Like it was, it was there. So they were like, I mean, just record all the songs we don't record before now. Let's just put. Let's just put. Let's just put it together. Let's just. Yeah. Let's just release it. Let's just put it together. So it's not as if it's. So you are looking for how cohesive an album is, or how constructive it is, or how, how conceptual. Or conceptual it is. Superstar is not a good album to like look at because you just hear it upon it. There's nothing. You just talk about party girls, money, yeah. life. Maybe it's also. It's so, also that's all. <laughs> love. Even the love, it's not as if his own love that has break. His own love is positive love. I want to show you yet. love and do all those stuff. I love my baby. So that that's something about the album, and I think if you and will you consider this his best album? Mm, I mean, I could say no, but then it would also raise the question of what is his best, best album. album. So I don't know. Let me. I don't. I don't. I don't know much about that. But I, no. Yeah. Now thinking of it, I've come up with the best album. So no. What's the best album? <laughs> it sounds from the other side. You consider sounds from the other side, not not a not an album, but another thing entirely. But see, all those things are just uh, words and semantics and all those words put together. But I think if you would ask me, I don't know, but. Discography wise, it's not as if Whiskey is solid up there. I don't think Whiskey is top five up there, discography, but. Some um, people would die on this hill. Yeah, I know FC will come for me, but, but if you would ask me, I'll prove my point. You you can't you can't take it away from people like Two Face, P Square, um, Big Bang, probably. Um, Actually, I disagree. Top five, I top like, five. I feel like Whiskey should be there. Bonner Boy. Okay, okay. If we're speaking of discography, Bonner doesn't even Bonner Bonner's discography. Is, mm. Anasha. It's massive. But... Anasha. Yes, those are the top five. <laughs> yeah, 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 like, yeah, like, yeah, I'm not even talking about. There's Mi. Like, there's Mi. Come on now. There's Mi now. Come come on. Who you who you want to take off? Okay, top five. Well, in the kind of we can chip in. But yes, mood. But we are not talking about rap. Yeah, yeah, we are talking about hip hop. Uh, so come on now, uh, you know, calm down. Even you just have the Karims. Yes, now come on. Yeah, no, you had three. You had three albums successive. You had three successive albums at the point in time. Yeah. You don't know. <laughs> okay, but but that's just it. But well, you are talking about all time. I think I think I would consider Superstar is best work. Come on now. Come on now. I would not. I go with sounds on the other side. Well, I, I love that one. Really, and I think Made in Lagos is growing well. I well, think. Made in Lagos might just be his best album, but we can't, we can't say that yet. Yet. We can't yes, say that yet. yet. We can't say yet. Because yes, it's, it's I, I, I was somehow critical about the album when it was dropped, but... Yeah, I mean, when you listen, you tend to understand what he was trying to do. Come on, it, it, he actually had a concept. Yeah. I, th- I think... I think yeah, we made in Lagos. The, we made in Lagos. Whiskey actually proved a lot of people wrong. Definitely. I think it proved a lot. He had a plan and executed it perfectly. No, yeah, well, so um, what's the downside to this album, in your own opinion? Superstar. Yeah. Or is it perfect to you? I don't think any project is ever perfect. Mm-hmm. But I, 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 I couldn't possibly know because I wasn't really much of a fan at that time 
Yeah, then but I know I listen to lots of songs, lots of songs on the album. I listen to I Love My Baby, No Lele, Tease Me. Come on now, these are it. Actually, I have issues with the production or should I say engineering of yeah, the project. Yeah, yeah. That's that's a very a the, very the mixing and mashing of the project weren't like the best. Twenty eleven, <laughs> come on. Probably listen to the whole album. So let me this project. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of critical about the production too. Um, we didn't just talk about the production aspect of each of these albums, but I think the one that actually had the best production. What the bigger budget? To to Eli to me, like production. Whiskey definitely had the bigger budget for his project. Then for his debut project, I mean, Whiskey was everywhere. No, but what I feel is that um, for whisk for Whiskey project really. It's not if EME actually work on the project alone. There are actually some tracks they had to go back to some some um they had to go back to some recording. studios, some recording studios to actually get some of this song from because they feel that okay, song's actually good and we didn't record it in our place. Okay, let's get this one, let's put it together. It doesn't change the fact that the production is bad. Like I'm not even big on I'm not talking about the production, but improved, I'm talking of the engineering. But improved on that on higher. And you know how critical. Yeah, of course, of course. Uh, yeah. Whiskey was like Already dead, then. But to me, it's not just a bad album. It's not a bad album, but what we talk you, about what what saying, Come on, they call it his worst album. In Nigeria, most of the time we call artists of former albums. Yeah. But looking at it, it's actually his worst album. What? I use actually his worst album. Comparing, comparing it's good. to other albums. Like, <laughs> it's other albums. projects. Yeah, that one I yeah. wasn't... It's, Good enough. I think it was, was at the point then. I think that time he was struggling. There was a time Whiskey was actually struggling. Yeah. There was a time he almost fell off for a while. 2014. I remember. He came out with Tojo Leg by then. Yeah. Then he came out yeah, with Tojo Leg. That was when he yeah, had the. He had to set up the record. Yeah, the international recognition. 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 Yeah. And he had a problem with the international recognition. I think, I, think, I think the reason that time was because if you look at what Whiskey did with his first album and second album, they were kind of deep. Then it was transitioning from yeah. Afro pop to Afro beat because yeah. Ayo was more of the Afro beat yeah. than the Afro pop. I think that was just it. But Ayo also had some yeah. songs. Yeah, I mean, Jai Jai was Jai Jai. Jai, Jai. Oh, wow! wow. Yeah. wow. <laughs> I, I want my yeah. I think it was transitioning. My yeah, yeah. Okay, so um, another album that we won't dwell so much on. There are two other albums that dropped that year too. Um, invasion by Fisco, which is arguably even the best album. Oh my year. god! Oh my god! <laughs> and as the my dad used to play Invasion in his car, like I legit <laughs> know almost all the songs word for word. That's how that's how much we heard Invasion. But what made that happen? What happened? Why? why? My 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 pops just liked music. Fisco was just Fisco was Fisco was the household name then. Yeah, you know they played it in every house. They were up there. They were up there, definitely. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> they were up there. Like, P-Square had this commercial success that I still can't explain how they did it. I mean, they still have so much money now. Yes. And I don't even know how they, they got that. In the, in the time <laughs> of piracy. Exactly. In the time of piracy. In the time they before, were before the days of streaming. I, I These mean, people were selling big. They were selling. CDs. Their sales were... Oh, my God. Then they featured Akon. 
I mean, it's Rick Ross on the oh, on Uyiz. That was that was even I mean, where, like, where, where Rick Ross was 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 in his was prime. Big, was big. You know, it was like yeah, one of the biggest artists. Okay, so um, as you remember, West Simicon dies as an underrated yes. project, but has a bigger so influence on water. But Dreamers projects. But we we but we actually say that as um, actually impacted an area of rap music in Nigeria. No, no, no. With that project, I don't think. So. Okay, they came with full force when they started this Clone Wars series. It's not like um they had um um a a very big promotional marketing because people that heard the album that time actually they they heard something and it was different from what we were hearing at that time. time. Because when I listened to Dreamers Project in 2011, it was because I had an iPod. Guy, I actually was, 2011. This Dreamers Project. It was this because, guy. <laughs> because I had an okay. iPod Touch, like, I could listen to a whole lot bro, of music. So bro, bro, bro. I think bro. that was the reason. That was what drew me to the guy. Gives him his respect. So, <laughs> he, has been, he has been listening to NCC since 2011. Gives him his. You have listened to NCC since 2011. That, that, so, so you're 10, bro. Part. You're 10. You're 10 or you're 10 or yeah. probably 11. Yeah, you're 11. Wow. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, and um, okay, I think this this album also is just you just need to chip in like honorable mention, beautiful noise. Okay, Timmy Dakola. Okay, the funny thing is that Timmy Dakola actually came to like oh, they were nominated with it was nominated next uh, next rated with whiskey I think. Wow, that's him. Wow, Timmy Dakola has been here for years. Well, um, another thing, but before we even go to the next thing, um, we should play a song from whiskey that. Um, so I'll be the one to pick now. Yeah, I don't know. Back with Oh no, I don't want that. Is that what he, he, some people some people call it's Pakuru or Fuji? <laughs> Pakuru Fuji Afrofusion. They call it Fuji. Pakuru is all Fuji. Some F. They call it Fuji. I don't know. Afro okay, well, sure. no, I don't think it's Fuji. No, you don't even need to think about because it. Anything it's not that is not pure it, Afro beats is not food, yeah. and it's not like and doesn't have like that Afro pop like which is now like a subgenre that is out there. Yeah, it should be called Afro fusion. Well, personally, I like I like Giddy Girl. Giddy Girl should be my my favorite. All right, Giddy Girl is love our boy. Night house, night house, night house, night house. You're my kitty girl. It's your bike, girl. Repping the music. You are all that I want, girl. More precious to me than diamonds and pearls. Just like a star, you light up my world. The way I feel inside, always on my mind. And I can't get over you, cause you got me so confused. You got me in the mood, and you make me feel brand new. Forever, ever, ever. She's my moonlight 
rest of my life I'll never ever leave you to stay I promise I'll stay with you to the end huh? Never leave your sight Be my bright You're my type You're my life You plus me equals light You leave me and it equals night Yeah, me really want you beside me Me be your king and you be my wifey Every day me want you to stand right beside me No one can take your place Yeah, me really want you beside me Me be your king and you be my wifey Every day me want you to stand right beside me No one can take your place Yeah, welcome back to this episode of 360 Pop Culture. We are still here with you, Maomi Yasemi, and uh, my guy, Genesis. Um, and now we'll be talking about uh, how the music scene was in 2020. Yeah, we, we've actually entered the new year, but we have to also consider some things that happened and how it has reshaped how the new year will be and how um, music will be in Nigeria and beyond. It's basically us just looking at how it's going to be. We are not soothsayer or, or uh, people that are seeing vision, but we just want to like have our own input on what we think. So yeah, you're an active um, artist. You've been recording for a while now. And you well, you, you, <laughs> in the last, you, you, at least, you, you, how many songs do you feature on in 2020? You feature, I know of two. Like, generally, I featured on like, Almost five songs. Five so, to six. Maybe that's your own plan. Maybe that's your own style. Yeah, I was trying to. Yeah, actually, I was trying to really like work on that. Work on working on and on um like imagine on people's songs and chipping in because I feel like that is like much easier and that also generates income. Income to <laughs> And then it also helps to amass audience okay you know you get their own fan base and then you blend it to your own and that is good actually that's the main reason why i was working on features to get more people to listen to my sound okay. and to get them to come back you know like to get to okay there are a lot of things i noticed about 2020 personally and i think i don't know if you guys also noticed that um the lockdown whatever actually brought in a new wave of style not like style i mean i'm talking about even musical style now yeah talking about how artists promote their music how artists record and how artists get to their followers or get this new fan base and and if eh? without without tools and new sounds were imagine i know at least i know of drill i know of drill um in nigerian music he puts me on on ds6 (laughs) He put me on DS6. DS6 is there from Ian Lawyer. Those guys, they, they do drill basically. Drugs and, drugs and Slim. And, I know drugs. I know him on too. And um, they. Mogons. Mogons. Yeah, yeah. Mogons too. And that's just an aspect. Also, you saw the RB too. There's a lot of fusion inside it. Um, I, I think I, I got to discover Naya Kaji too. Um, she's a vocalist too. Yeah. And those yeah, pretty, yeah. pretty of guys that it was as if. The last time I noticed something new as this was the SoundCloud era. That was 215. Yeah, so in Nigeria, I'm not about Nigeria, yeah. We are missing someone. Faith. Faith, Faith. 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 Yeah. Faith yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let me just say that like she's like that 
I think I think I think if if, if all things being equal, if 2020, 2021 goes out as planned or for them or for whatever, I think Faith should be the breakthrough artist. Faith is the next big thing. Like, see, I can say that I can bank on that. Fact. See, I, I put that <laughs> you are so confident. Like I'm telling you, I've been I've been to studio with this girl, and I can tell you, someone I've never met someone so good, so. Easily talented, doesn't even stress about it. You don't get like she's just effortless with it. And I noticed that I, I, I just, the, just the, effortless. The is yeah, like yeah. I, I, I personally, when you're recording, I mean, I, I'm me being a perfectionist. I, I, I occasionally take like ten takes. Faith would legit take like just one take, oh. and it will be good. <laughs> and it's not even like she's. Care, carefree about it, but it is just good. Mm. So she has no reason to retake it. So it's just effortless for her. And I know she's working on something big. Okay. And I'm really looking forward to And I'm proud of her. Mm. Yeah. So, guys, watch out for Fave in 2021. Watch out for love, guys. <laughs> my favorite artist of Watch out for Timmy. Pa- personally, Timmy personally my, my own favorite artist last year and i always shout it i'm like yeah what is wrong with you and this guy but really it's bees he's on the track bees bees should be my favorite artist last year and there's something i went i went for his live performance oh, wow. and there's something i noticed about him and i think i tweeted it i said this guy actually can go on night he would dig into his catalog dig and dig and dig for songs and he will find it. When he was performing, he wasn't like, bro, um, no, you, you knew the next thing. The next yeah. thing, and guys were singing songs word for word. He has this kind of court followership. Yeah, Even with his stand, he, he are so committed. Yeah. People are coming from Moshaw to Lagos to come and support him with that distance. And like, I'm like, bro, it's not as if that you guys, they are paying for your transport to... You guys are the one paying for the transport, you pay for your accommodation and you pay for feeding probably. And you guys are coming for just this guy coming through and just doing this thing singing. And I think um, if artists can do that to a certain level, and I know that with you too, you have this kind of cut immediately you say you're dropping your song on 30th. I'm like, remember I was like, bro, what's wrong with this guy? A day two, like the night, like immediately I saw guys changing their DP to your artwork and I'm like, no, it, if you have guys that are like there for you, that yeah, like push stuff for you, that court followership is just sealed for you. What, what about you, Simi? Um, last year, I discovered a lot of artists. I know, I know that I for sure. And Simi is like the um, head of uh, music, Thirsty Music Discovery and that drops every month, the place that drops every month. So he has been able to, to discover a lot of guys. And I can't count. I discovered artists in thousands. This last year. Timmy Thousands? Yes. Hey. Thousands. Oh my God. <laughs> Ish. I, yeah, I can't Simi remember the respect. particular number, but uh, 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 my Spotify algorithm actually showed it. So I know. Showed you what? It showed me the number of artists. How many? So it was 1,000. Hey! Give Simmons so respect. Prior to 2020, there were about 800 or something. Then I told myself that, oh, it's going to be a challenge for 2020 to discover more. And Three sixty music discovery actually made me to discover a lot of them. Okay. And along the line, I, I I noticed about the growing trend of Nigerians in diaspora that um, they opt in 
I mean Upton on um, some Ryzen sounds like Jew because there are a lot of Nigerians out there in Ireland. Okay. That um that are doing drill. Like yeah. different from UK's drill. Yeah. Like when you listen to their drill, they, they put in some Yoruba yeah. lines and all and you kind of feel yeah, it like come yeah. on, this guy is just giving me vibes, you know. And here in Nigeria we have DS6 doing the same thing and you know, it's just I'm just so excited that uh, I don't I'm not all about the popular music because I know they are popular already. So I just open these new guys and listen to some viable and vibable music. So along I discovered this guy, um Toy. So Toy with vibes. Toy Toy is 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 the Fiji engine. If you listen to music <laughs> to Fiji engine. <laughs> to Fiji to enjoy, to take some well, maybe palm wine or whatever you have. Toy is the guy. T-O-Y-E, Toy, because my top five songs of the year were his songs. Wow. So, yeah, so my Spotify. Toy is... Is he based is, in Nigeria? Is, yeah, Toy is from Ibadan, but at the moment he's outside the country, I think pursuing education. And uh, he, he produced a song on Davido's album, um, About Time, and uh, it was this song with Young Tug and... Uh, Chris Brown. Wow. Shopping spree. He wrote, he wrote Davido's Yeah. Is that good? It's a very good That's guy. good. That's so, good. That's that's really impressive. And um I think the reason why we actually try and connect albums that drop um twenty eleven and what is happening now is to see how far music has been. There are a lot of things that have happened between twenty eleven and now, but twenty twenty is actually a very remarkable year, in my own opinion. For Mainstream yes. artists also for underground artists. Not going to lie to you, like it has very been it has been impressive. And 2011 actually saw the wave of artists that have been able to pass through time and also endure. So the basic connection with this is that we are looking forward to artists that have been able to show how impressively they are in 2020 and even down to be able to improve, oh. keep it up, oh. and push. I have my personal favorites, and I have people that there's almost I almost didn't listen to bad songs last year. I, it was hard for me. Like uh, when, I, I, I said it that anybody that dropped the project last year won, and it's nobody not took, nobody took an L. It's if, not, you, if you put out the projects last year, you did not take an L. Exactly, like it was like what what do you want to like criticize? That's why I had to like put out a song. Like why do you what do you want to really criticize? <laughs> it? And I think that um, the industry is always is growing and showing how. And it's big enough to accommodate a lot of yeah. So, okay. So, um, I'm thinking of song to play next. Um, I don't know. I'm, since you're, you are so confident about Faye. Yeah. Let's play, play Faye. Um, MBU, right? Yeah, definitely. I, I like that song. Let's play MBU. That is the what song. What's the full meaning again, Seth? Nobody but, Nobody but you. Yeah. Impressive. Yeah, let's play MBU to um, close the show. Um, so... Um, We'll still be here next time. You might not meet Genesis here. Oh. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, it's here. But anytime he's around, come on. He's, and he's, he's also a good podcaster. Part of the family already. So he really talks well. So I just, and don't forget to stream Premonition by stream Genesis. Premonition. More music coming soon. Yeah. Got you. Yeah. See you next time. This too.
Five fly away and go hunting will you come with If my head is too big to carry will you hold me If I fly away and go hunting will you come with If my head is too big to carry will you hold me Don't lie to me Who would expect that you're next to me In a million years of my fantasy Now I would never leave you for nobody But they look me in the eyes Don't lie to me Who would expect that you're next to me In a million years of my fantasy Now I would never leave you for nobody body. 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 Never leave you for nobody For this canteen, I shoot and kill Anybody will want stop me from this magic They all are rings Steady with the go out of control Post for your magazine, ready to try